war in history? Did we have to fight with our own country for the security of our own country? The Kate Daly Show starts now. In my 30 years as an agent, I have never witnessed the conditions we are currently facing on the southwest border. This is not a manufactured crisis created by those of us who live uh, and work uh, in the border area. Just landed in Tucson. This whole waiting room right here. All the way. On all sides. that have just come through. Non-stop, guys. Non-stop. Joe Biden, Mayorkas, this whole waiting room right here. Illegals heading to Dallas and then to every part of the country. Welcome. Kate Daly Show at your service. How are you today on a Wednesday? Melissa will join us in a couple of weeks and uh, she's off for the next couple of weeks. And I have a guest, uh, an amazing guest, talking about the border today. And it's just that crucial. We needed to make sure that we covered this this week um, before everybody sets a foot for Thanksgiving. And um, just look, this is an important issue. And I know I don't even have to say that, right? You know this. And, uh, and so we're going to talk about that today with some fresh eyes that have been on the border, which is even better. Uh, I, li- I like to talk to boots on the ground and they always have a very, very clear and different approach than what we hear in our, in our news media that lies to us constantly. I want to know what's going on. So that intro, um, all of those uh, people, that person was noticing, for, I think it was real real clear news, um, noticing all the illegals uh, in there, noticing that uh, we definitely have this this issue, this problem, and going on. And so, of course, I bring on uh, this guest, J.J. Carroll, who is joining me today, and he uses his 24-year career in the United States Border Patrol as a journeyman agent to a deputy patrol agent in charge to expose who and why and how this uh, wrong picture. There we go. Uh, how this treason is being perpetuated against our, our nation, our great nation. So he's been a guest on several nationally syndicated talk shows and television networks, and he's become the expert on border issues, criminal acts by King Dingling and his administration and uh, the DS, the DHS machine. And so he's not afraid to speak out. And uh, he says he's unapologetically patriotic, which I love, <laughs> of course. How are you, JJ? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, Kate. You bet. I'm so happy to have you and uh, so grateful that you'll spend some time this this uh, afternoon with us. So tell us a little bit about your Border Patrol career. What areas did you work and what different duties did you perform? Okay. Uh, my first duty station was Imperial Beach Station in California, okay. the southwesternmost point of the United States. Uh, it was during the most violent, one of the most violent times in modern Wonderful history. Uh, every day that I went to work, uh, just like President Trump said, I arrested rapists, murderers, drug dealers, gang members uh, on a daily basis. Uh, I cut my teeth there. I made my bones and my reputation right there on the Tijuana border. Picked up my supervisor there uh, and began my own Rampart TV unit where we were in fist fights, uh, knives bailing wire put across the, the fence in, in order to decapitate us. It's a very dangerous uh, time. And just last night that we had a board patrol agent die on ATV in um, Douglas, Arizona. Oh, so it was very violent time. Um, 
And then I became, uh, took a transfer up to Southern California, and I ran a very large 50-man maritime unit uh, on the land side, though. I know it's kind of oxymoron, but on the land side. And we took down all of El Chapo Guzman, uh, the notorious narco smuggler, all his loads on the Pacific Ocean. In fact, one of my agents went and testified against him to help secure uh, his conviction and put him in jail for life where he needs to be. Yeah. And then I became a deputy patrol agent in charge. So that makes me, I believe, a very uh, a unique perspective yeah. where I can talk to you about what's happening on the ground, how it's happening, and I can also talk to you about how policy is being pushed down, manpower decisions are made, and and why and how mm-hmm. Secretary Mayorkas has intentionally destroyed our American immigration system. He has brought it to its knees. There's no other way to describe it. Wow. Wow. Okay. I can't wait to launch in. If you're on speaker, take it off speaker. It's coming across a little muffled, but um, to make it a little more clear. But let me, let me tell you, I have so many questions. So when you, when you became a border patrol agent, were you, did, was it a shocking experience? To, I mean, from what you were expecting to then what you experienced? When I first started? Yeah. Uh, you know, my first day... Um, I'll never forget, I, I played college football and, and football throughout my life in sports, so you always want to be on time. So a day before I went, my first duty day out of the academy, I, I made a dry run to the station because mm-hmm. uh, I'd never been there before. And I wanted to make sure I didn't get caught in traffic in Southern California, et cetera. And I drive down there, and as I detail in my book, the border is an absolute another planet it's not even on planet earth it's somewhere out in in another dimension and i remember getting to the station and looking out and i could see the border fence and then out and farther in the distance i could see the gigantic mexican flag waving in the distance in in el centro of tijuana and i remember the smells were so intense it's our agriculture it's uh people it's filth everywhere and uh, pollution on the border. And I knew I was in a different world, but I loved it. And when I got there, I knew that it would be violent. I knew it would be very physical uh, because my father was a Secret Service agent, very successful. So I was accustomed to law enforcement and and the Mm -hmm. duty. Mm -hmm. Um, But nothing prepares you. Nothing prepares you to to go track, like physically track 10 people at 2 o'clock in the morning and then find them. And then get in a fight with them and then have to subdue 10 people by yourself with no one around. And it is, it's violent. It's desperate. Uh, the border is hopeless. Um, but I thrived in it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I really, I loved it. I loved mm. every second of it. The only part of the job that I hated and it ate at my soul was the, the amount of traitors within our government. Mm. Congressmen, all the way back, congressmen, senators, and presidents calling us racist, calling us Nazis. And the, the irony is we are enforcing the laws that they put on the books. Right. And I swore an oath to, 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 to enforce their laws. But the irony. It, it, it's maddening. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine. Uh, the book that you're talking about is called Invaded, The Intentional Destruction of the American Immigration System. And, uh, and so, of course, I've got a lot of questions for you. I, I have an off-the-cuff question, though, that I'm dying to ask you. Okay. I know our media skews just about everything. Is there any movie or show you've ever seen that has actually accurately depicted what's going on down there? 
No, never. I didn't think so. Never. Okay. <laughs> I didn't I, you know, think so. It, it's funny. I have, um, I've been contacted. My wife was in the entertainment business for quite a while, very successful. Uh-huh. And so other people would find out that I did. And mm-hmm. I would have people call me, consult about what's it like. And mm-hmm. then they would just create some watered down yeah. LAPD show. And right. I'm like, no, that's not. And it'd fail, right? It would fail and never get made because it wasn't the truth. Yeah. The truth is the border is filthy, it's dirty, it's violent, and uh, it's morally bankrupt. And it it's a place that feeds on the weak. Mm. And, and I'm talking the weak uh, illegal aliens coming across. But since Biden has taken all, over, everything has turned on its head. Everything is different and unique. Mm. Everything that we're experiencing today did not happen 36 months ago. In wow. 35 months of Joe Biden's his reign. We have never done this ever in the history of the Border Patrol. This is all new. So I was going to ask you that the difference between what it was like serving under the Trump administration and the Biden administration, what were some of the clear cut differences on the border? For the first time in my life, I had 20, 24 years in the Border Patrol. 23 was with Trump. The end of his term was with Trump. And my last year was Biden. So I, I experienced as a deputy patrol in charge, I experienced the treason. I experienced the the maliciousness and and mm. and the duplicitous of his, of everything that he said in Mayorkas. But let me give you an example of how we were with nine months, nine months, Kate. If Trump would have not had his election stolen, that's another topic. Yes. Let's just say that he would have stayed in office. In nine months, we would have the border would have been completely secure. Wow. That's, that's shocking compared to 8.1 million that we've arrested and another two to 10 million that we've lost. And let me give you an example of that. Mm -hmm. Trump's last, Trump's last few days in office, he, all his policies working. It's the first time in my career where we were winning, we were winning. And I would get a 24 hour daily report of all the arrests and we would arrest 150 to 450 people a day. That's nothing. That's like a drop in a bucket. Really, And everybody that was arrested would be repatriated or deported or put in jail. Mm-hmm. The day Biden took office, those numbers spiked to over 5,000 a day. What? And now we're at 11,000 a day. 11,000 a day. It went and, from 450 I mean, to 11,000 a day? Yes. Oh, my God. In Trump's last month in office, he had 17,000 arrests, which is about 560 people a day. A day. Biden's off. He's doing 11,000. Now, understand, I had this conversation with a mentor of mine, and he was in the Border Patrol long before me. I I arrested, directly or indirectly, over 10,000 plus people. That's a large number. My my mentor, Joe Ralph, he arrested about 100,000 people because it was during the crazy days in the late 80s. Mm Mm-hmm. He and I combined, in my 23 years prior to Biden, I released into society zero people. Zero. Joe Ralph, who was who, who's his alleged in the Border Patrol, arrested over 100,000, and he can remember a releasing three. Really? Three people. So when you look at Joe Biden, when you look at these catch and releases, and you look at the total uh, degradation of our immigration system, this is new. We have never ever done this. So he has arrested in 35 months, think of this, Kate, in 35 months, not even three years, 
He has arrested over 8.1 million people, and he has released over 7 million of them. Oh, my gosh. I didn't now, realize now, it was that stark. It was that much of a difference. Wow. Oh, look, Donald Trump, you can you could be you could hate his mean tweets. You can hate his hair. I like his tweets. <laughs> I love it. I, want, I love that tan. I wish you had that tan, and I hope I have that <laughs> hair at 70 years old. Yeah, but exactly. I'm going to tell you right now, Kate, mm-hmm. that man shut the border down. And yeah. only 25% of the border wall was complete, but he put pressure on the, the Northern Triangle Nation mm-hmm. and Mexico and said, you either stop this insanity or I'm taking all your money. You know what they did yeah. for one day? I lived it. I was there. They laughed at Trump. And Trump said, really? And he pulled all of their money. Wow. And they broke, kneeled down to the king and said, sir, we'll do whatever you want. We're going to come right back. We're going to come. I want you to finish that statement. We're going to come right back more with J.J. Carell. Hey, guys, if you love this show, please follow this advice. Go text Birch989898 and text my name, Kate. You're going to get some free information. It's super important. At least look it over. And uh, I would not be telling you this if I didn't honestly believe this would help you. Okay. They're going to help you with gold backed security in the money you have out there. Okay. And also, should you unload your money? What should you do? And depending on your age, there's different things. So please go do that. Text 989898 and text my name. This is the Kate Daly Show. When did I get old? When did everything change? I don't recognize this world. I don't remember this pain. Welcome back. Hey, Daly Show. When did I get old? I love that song. Love it. Uh, it's Derek Dove and the Peacekeepers. Uh, I appreciate you listening in today. It's an important hour. And um, uh, Melissa will be back in a couple of weeks after the Thanksgiving break. And I, I have this great guest, J.J. Uh, Carroll, on with me, who's a, who's a Border Patrol agent, uh, former Border Patrol. And uh, before I go there, just make sure you text the number 989898 and text Birch Gold and get that information from them on how to how to back everything you have, your IRAs, your um, um, your retirement with gold. Very, very, very important thing to do right now. You want to shore yourself up any way you can. And these are the guys I trust. This is who Ron Paul trusts. I love Ron Paul. And uh, he's been on the show many times. And just make sure that you're texting that number. If you're watching the show or listening to the show, just go ahead and do that for me if you would. Then at least I know you've got the info. Information's free. And maybe you'll help one of your relatives uh, over the holiday season with some information, some good information, and also some um, IRS loopholes, all kinds of things that uh, that you can do under Birch Gold. And they'll, they're the greatest advisors I've seen on the matter and with gold and silver too. So these are your guys. All right, uh, JJ Carell, who's coming across the border? When we talk about people coming across, um, you know, there's a lot, there's some references to the fact that there, there's a lot of plants. There's a lot of people coming through with vested interest. Yes, the days of when I used to work and we would arrest uh, majority uh, Mexican nationals, uh, Hondurans, Guatemalans, Central Americans, those days are gone. The uh, Mexican national is now the majority minority, meaning they do not even make up 50% of the population that's been arrested. This is not a racist-based uh, invasion, mm-hmm. if you will, like the old days, or, you, or somebody could call you a racist, because there's 195 nations on planet Earth. The Border Patrol has arrested nationals from 180 countries. 
So this is a complete different, it's, it's, a, it's a 180. We've never experienced this. Now, the thing that's upsetting me the most is not the whole 8.1 million and then another 8 to 10 million getaways. That, that's shocking on itself. But where I know that we, are, we have a major problem is we now have single adult military aged men coming from terrorist nations across the globe. And let me just give you some data to, to back this up. Okay. We call them special interest aliens. Those are called, we shorten it to SIAs. SIAs are individuals that come from or travel through terrorist nations or nations that harbor terrorist organizations. Every one of these people have some tie to terrorism, be a low level messenger to a high level uh, ISIS recruiter, okay? Mm-hmm. Prior to Joe Biden taking office, in, Biden, in, in Trump's term, I think he averaged maybe a little over a thousand SIAs a year. And then if you go, you go back to nine 11, mm-hmm. there's hardly any, like it's, it, it's almost meaningless. Like nobody really, we focused on it, but it wasn't a big deal. Fast forward to today, last year, excuse me, FY 2022, the United States Border Patrol arrested 25,000 special interest aliens in FY 2023, which just ended mm-hmm. in September 30, uh, 30th, we arrested 80,000. So we arrested 105,000 special interest aliens in two years, and we released them all. Wow. How do all they know? How do they know, JJ? I mean, how do they know? Are they, are they backtracking through um, information as far as who they associate? How do, how do they know that that's the status of well, these guys? We have a terrorist watch list, right, with the FBI. Mm-hmm. And then if they have documents on them, if they don't discard them, which they're doing now, they're discarding all of their passports, et cetera. So they get on a, a terrorist watch list. This is, and this is the part of, this is a great question, Kate. This is the, the big lie. The big lie is we're vetting all the people that are coming across. And Mallorca says, well, look, the, 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 the percentage of them being criminals is, is negligent. It's not even, don't even worry about it. Well, yes, Mallorca because our databases only focus on who committed crimes in America. I have no idea what Mohammed Mohammed from Sudan has mm-hmm. done. Right. The reason why he's clean, he's quote clean in America, because he's never been in America before, you idiot. Right. That's why he's clean. Yeah. So I'm I'm telling you that these are the people that we know about. 105,000. And let me just let me put this in per, into uh, perspective. If I after 10,000 arrests, I can only remember arresting less than five special interest aliens in my career. Now, if I, J.J. Carroll, arrested a special interest alien and then I released him into society, mm-hmm. let me tell you what would happen. To okay, me. hold that, hold I, that thought. <laughs> we have to go to break. Hold that thought. I want to hear this right when we come back. We'll talk about uh, sex trafficking too. Be right back with J.J. Carroll. It's fascinating. Be right back. Kate, thanks, you guys.